transition into spring. That is the conversation today. Um, it is just Jen. Randallin is doing a similar episode, so you'll get to listen to both of us talk about this topic and just see what uh, what resonates with you and what takeaways that you might have. We thought this would be an interesting one as not only is it just fun and exciting to transition into spring, but I don't know about you, but I always feel like about this time of year, it's April right now, but that you know, kind of March, April, May time of year is really where I start kind of guessing, hmm, is this year going in the direction that I want it to go? Do I have the right goals? Am I making the right changes? Am I doing all the things that I said I wanted to do in this year? Or maybe I'm already doing and accomplished them all and I need to add more things to the list. It's just a really good kind of reflection time as we think about the season changing and spring sort of just rolling into this lovely time of year um, as we will eventually then transition into summer and fall, et cetera. But I don't know, something about spring and, you know, the flowers blooming and the pollen flying around just has me reflecting on what's going on. So my transition into spring this year has been interesting because uh, we just moved to Texas last April and bought a house in October down here. So it's my first season in this house and really coming up on my first, I think it was the, gosh, today is April 5th. And I think we moved down here on like the 6th or the 7th. So we're basically at one year here. So I've officially now kind of seen every season, but not necessarily, you know, transition smoothly into every single one yet. So it's just kind of a fun time for me where I'm still kind of learning what it is like. Uh, One thing being the pollen is absolutely horrendous, though it was when I lived in South Carolina too, (laughs) to the point where there's that like green neon yellow powder, you know, that's just on everything. Um, If you've never lived somewhere where you've seen that, it's not only gross because you know exactly what it is and it's going to make you feel horrible the second that you go outside and smell it. Um, But yeah, it's painful. It gives you just those nasty headaches. So I could do without the pollen that comes with this spring transition. But other than that, it's really great to see, you know, the green on the trees and the flowers starting to bloom. Our garden is actually starting to, to go. You know, we've been having nice weather here for a while. We had that crazy storm this February that really put a lot of people out. But ever since that point, it's just been gradually getting warmer and nicer. So it really does feel like we are fully, fully already into spring here, which is fun and exciting. Spring for me personally brings a lot of different things. From a home perspective, it is the planting of the garden um, and just kind of getting outside a little bit more, you know, trying to take some of the exercise outside and the walks outside and trying to get as much of that fresh air as we can. They've actually opened the pools here. They're still freezing cold, but you know, my crazy daughter likes to go swimming. So just taking her to the pool and trying to get out and just kind of getting out. For me, there's something about just like getting outside that not only feels really great, um, but really helps to kind of jumpstart the rest of a day, a week. Like when I can spend a lot of time outside on the weekend, I just feel like my week is always a lot better. So I'm always enjoying that. But there really is something to be said about spring cleaning too. Um, I don't know what that is. Like there's probably some psychological reason for it. Um, But just even in my office yesterday, I went through and did kind of another deep clean Uh, and just try to get rid of as much stuff that I'm not using. You know, I have like little crafts and things like that where, you know, you don't need it until you need it, but anything that's just really in excess, 
that we don't utilize, books we are no longer reading, trying to really purge and clean some of that out of the house to create that more minimalistic space. We lived a very, very minimalistic lifestyle for a while when we were living in um, rentals and vacation property homes. And we actually lived in a trailer for um, a very long time as well. Over the last five years, we've lived in kind of a lot of number of different places. And when we lived in Costa Rica for a year, you know, you can only take a couple suitcases worth of stuff with you. And we were there for a while. So we bought a few things and accumulated a few things, but you know, you don't get Amazon deliveries and there's not a Walmart but six hours away. So, so life just looks a little bit different. So we really enjoyed that minimalistic lifestyle for a long time. And we really try to stick to that because uh, there's something about that sort of outer order and inner peace, that clutter thing, all of that, when that stuff is gone, you really do feel that sense of release, like you, that your shoulders feel lighter. It just, it feels a lot better. So if you're thinking about spring cleaning, are you also getting rid of some of the stuff that's just taking up space and not adding value to your life? If you haven't watched like those Marie Kondo, um, uh, I was going to say videos, but the series on Netflix, like, because I've heard the book is not not really uh, enthralling. So maybe just watch the the series versus read the book. But But there really is something to that and just to even watch the people there go through those transformations. So getting a little bit better organized and releasing those things that just no longer serve you in your life. That for me really is an important part of spring. And it's really something that's important year round, but I don't know, again, it's that spring cleaning. There must be a psychological reason for that. Just sort of clearing things out, clearing out the clutter and just kind of bringing new stuff into your space, new, fresh, clean air not materialistic possessions, you know, just sort of clearing, clearing it out a little bit. I used to have a, um, I don't know, practice is probably the right word of like painting a wall or, you know, at doing something different from an interior design space. I don't do that as much anymore just because time and, um, and it costs money too, right? So it's like, is it worth, uh, you always, I'm always questioning myself, is it worth the investment of the money to go paint this wall right now? Is it fine the way that it is? I've definitely, in my older age, shifted into questioning a lot of purchases and things. Am I doing it because it's just a want or because it's a need, you know, these types of things. Um, another thing that that just spring feels like it's good for, right? Just sort of looking inward and questioning the things that you're doing. Am I doing these things because I really want to, or because I really need to? And am I kind of spending enough time putting intention and comparing the want versus the need? Spring to me is also a good time to really reflect on just overall kind of goals. I mentioned that at the beginning, am I where I want to be for the year? I actually started working more intensely with a coach again, just because this is the time of year where I like to really kind of map out those goals that I haven't written down. Sometimes I just, at the beginning of the year, you know, I don't really do resolutions, but I do like reflections and bullet points and high level thoughts and ideas and things to kick things off. And then around March, I sort of reflect and go, okay, what have I accomplished? What's left? What do I need to add? How do I shuffle things around? So now April for me is how do I get those things documented? What will that look like? Will it look like in, I mean, literally an Excel file or a piece of paper? Will it just go on my whiteboard? Will it be post-it notes? What's going to be the most effective for me? And then kind of posting them literally up on my wall over here so I can 
I can really look at them and stay tuned and focused into that. Um, that is just a process that's always worked well for me. Um, and I like the idea of working with my coach more intensely because then I can ensure that I'm drawing attention to it. Um, it just helps to hold me accountable that I'm not just, whoa, another week flew by. Cause as you know, things get busy and it's easy for us to blink and look up and go, how did a week, how did I just lose another week? And it's very easy when we're setting priorities to, really make sure we're doing that top priority stuff, but then also to not put as much intention behind the things that don't feel like they're a priority in that moment, but might be a priority in the grand scheme of things, in the bigger picture of things. Um, one of the reasons as a coach, we love to do like these values exercise. If you've ever seen like a values wheel, if not, you can go Google it um, or even just like shoot me a, a LinkedIn and I'll send you, I've got like a PDF, I'll send you a link to the values wheel, but it's really basic exercise. There's literally just a wheel that's cut into like eight pies and you would intentionally color in how full in each of those pie slices you are of your values. And those will be things like family, career, fitness, health, faith, you know, whatever it is that you want to put on the outside of the wheel for your values. And that exercise is really great because it really starts to shine a light on where we're doing well. So if I say, for example, in family that um, I'm coloring my little pie slice and I'm like, oh gosh, when I really look at this, I feel like I'm I mean, I'm doing okay, but I'm not doing great. I'd like to be doing better. And let's say I fill my pie up like halfway, 50%. I fill it in 50% of the way. Well, if I look down at my to-do list and I looked down at my priority list and I looked down at my goals and there's literally nothing on there related to family, that's a failure right there. Because I've just said, I'm only 50% full in this thing that's a high value, that's a high priority to me, but yet I've not aligned the actual priorities of my day and the actual goals of the year or week or month or whatever it is to that value. That's a problem. That's a disconnect. So the values wheel is a, a really good thing to kind of do even just in spring to do that check on where am I really, you know, did I even, even when I got that um, excitement at the beginning of the year and I said, Oh, here's all the things I want to accomplish for the year. Did I even bother to think about how it impacted these other areas of my life? Did I even bother to consider um, setting goals around every little area and aspect of my life. Because the reality is you can't set a million goals. You won't accomplish them if you just overburden yourself with too many. But it's a good reflection point, right? To say, what's going on here? If I've said that I'm really, really low in this pie slice of my values and I have no goals around it, that might be a disconnect. Or conversely, let's say I say career is great and I fill it up to a 10 and I fill it in all the way. And I looked down at my list and every goal I have is related to career. It just gives me questioning. Um, do I have too many? Or maybe this is what I need to do in order to maintain that 10. I don't know, but it's a good discussion point. It's just a good reflection. So the values wheel and kind of really just thinking about your values in general to make sure you're realigning your goals and your priorities is a great activity to do. And it's a fun one to kind of do in spring when things just feel fresh and we feel like we're, we're starting fresh and kind of really being focused on what's next for us. And lastly, I just want to kind of talk about health for a minute. You know, I mentioned getting outside and all of these things, but spring really is a time for us to be thinking about how is my body feeling? Is it, is it rejuvenating? Like, am I the skin that's the snake that's shedding that layer of skin? Am I, Am I getting um, all of the kind of growth that I need to be growing? Am I 
um, eating the right foods? Uh, am I living a healthy long-term diet lifestyle? Um, am I drinking enough water? Am I drinking too much alcohol? Like what are all of those things that are kind of going on? This is a great time to be really looking at that health and be assessing where you're at. And just because you stop and you have a little bit of draw some self-awareness and draw some attention to something and get some clarity around what's going on, doesn't necessarily mean you have to set a bunch of goals around it. So just doing these reflections doesn't mean, oh, great, I'm adding a bunch of stuff to my to-do list. It just means I'm just being really clear about where I'm at right now. So just pause and think very intentionally. You can even use that values wheel as a guide for each one of my little values. How full is the cup? What does it look like? What would I like it to look like? And just be really intentional. So health being one of those really important ones, because again, that's kind of what feels like spring is all about, right? Is kind of just like really ensuring that our mind, body, soul, all of that is in a really good place. And then what are the, maybe the small things that I can be doing a little bit better? Um, I kind of did this exercise for myself a couple of weeks ago and put some intention behind one, drinking more water. Um, although I do a pretty good job and I drink a lot, I've started to put extra water bottles on my desk so that if I get caught up where I'm in back-to-back meetings, I'm not feeling like I have to be late to a meeting to run to get water because I've got big water bottles right here that I can just fill. And when I have a tendency to do that, I drink more of it as well. So that's kind of been one hack that's been working for me. And then the other thing that is I've been wanting to start meditation for a long time and just hadn't gotten to it. Well, decided to start doing that more intentionally and been really enjoying that so much so that Um, my daughter and I actually now do it before she goes to bed at night and she really enjoys it. So I get, if not just the one with her at nighttime two if I do it also then for myself before bed, because we're kind of right before bed, sleep meditation type exercises, the ones that we really enjoy. But I mean, literally that's five. I mean, you could do it up to as long as you want 30 minutes, but we've done ones as short as five minutes. And on average, I probably do ones that are 15 minutes. So it's not very long. And if anything, it's just consuming 15 minutes of what would have been maybe a TV show or something along those lines, but trying to keep my eyes a little bit more relaxed, a little bit off some of the screens and just using the meditation to help put me into sleep. And just to make sure that I'm getting that again, good sleep and all those other health benefits that I'm personally kind of looking for. So Although it's been quite the ramble, spring for me really is all about just really assessing where we're at, thinking about that rejuvenation, that growth, um, all that good stuff. Do I like the goals I have? Do I need to reset them? Where am I out on the values wheel? How does my health feel? What's one small, small, tiny, 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 tiny task or change that I can implement, like putting more water bottles on my desk that will help me to get to some of these bigger, higher pie sliced, filled up values without feeling like I'm having to set some massive goal. Um, It's really easy for us to look at those value wheel and go, oh, well, okay, I got to run a marathon. No, like it doesn't have to be a huge, massive goal, like run a marathon. Sometimes it's truly put more bottles of water on your desk and hopefully you will consume more water. So keep it simple. Don't um, just assume for yourself that you have to create some massive goal that's big and huge and lofty to make big change. That is not required. Um, Big change can come in some of the smallest little steps and the smallest ways, as long as it's intentional and meaningful for you. And you're looking in and you're doing goals that feel good to you, not just goals that are going to be 
you know, impressive for others or copying things others are doing. Um, And a really good time to be really evaluating and assessing that need versus that want. Again, that need versus that want. Where am I at on that scale? And which one should I possibly start leaning into a little bit more? Like maybe the need versus just the want. Hopefully your transition into spring goes well. Uh, Please do message me if you have questions or if you want to copy the values wheel, but I encourage you to just kind of take that step back, do a little bit of that reflecting for yourself and maybe try to just challenge yourself with one teeny tiny little thing that doesn't feel like a lofty goal, but feels healthy and rejuvenating for spring. Best wishes to you and yeah, happy spring. (laughs) This episode of People Talking People was produced and edited by Jermaine McClellan, aka the Afrocentric Jukebox.